conservatives, if you have a different point of view from the group think, you will be shut down. It's happening in our schools. It's been happening for years. And our kids are, they're being hurt because of that. We pay money for public schools. Yeah. This fight is ours to have. It is our fight to have. And listen, first of all, it is our fight to have because public schools, those teachers, we pay them salaries. The Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. Common Sense? We have been spending a lot of time on our regular radio show and in our Facebook Live videos and on our website talking about how permeated today's school systems are with critical race theory, BLM propaganda, this whole notion of indoctrinating kids into believing that there is a serious systemic racism and white supremacy problem. And that white people suck. And that white people suck. America sucks. Yes. And I think um, the whole notion of America sucks, that notion started years ago. I have people in my life, kids in my life, I say kids, that are now college aged and some are even out that have that idea in their head mm. that, well, America isn't as great as you guys think it is. You know, they'll say that to the adults, yeah. you know, because there is this underlying, you know, there's systemic racism. They, they have been taught this for years. And I think now parents are just starting to get a clue as to what has been lying under the surface educationally, you know, from an educational standpoint. We kind of just thought, oh, because yeah, we would talk about stories on our our website chicksontheright.com and we talk about it on our radio show because we've been doing this for what seven years now and we've been doing the website for what 12 Mm -hmm. and so we've had little stories here and there from around the country but we always just kind of thought oh it's happening in other places or it's happening the college level you know this indoctrination stuff but it's not happening elementary schools middle schools high schools but it is it has been you know now we're hearing now it's a thing like now it's a thing where it's not just it's not just like somewhere else it's everywhere it's everywhere and it really hit home for us within the last couple of weeks because mm-hmm. all of a sudden i find out from a parent that i'm friends with of because i have a freshman in high school and she also does and so she texted me frantically one day saying did you hear about this video that was shown to all of the entire student body that was in school because of course there's a hybrid schedule right now so all of the kids that were in school so half the entire student body saw a video that was put together at the high school by the high school TV slash media journalism team. They put together this video all about Black Lives Matter. And it was very dramatic. You know, they show this black screen with letters and there's this sad, somber voice in the background of one of the girls talking about the various names of the people who have been victims of police brutality. So George Floyd is listed, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake. And every single instance that they give in this video is extremely one-sided, where they basically condemn the police for their behaviors, even though the jury is still out, like investigations are still ongoing Mm -hmm. about whether or not those police acted in a way that was right for the moment or not. And so at the end of that video, and it was only, I want to say like two minutes, it was part of a longer video of announcements, Mm -hmm. um, school type announcements, but that two minutes ended with a call to action to the students that said to get involved and we encourage you to get involved visit Mm blacklivesmatter.com for all the information you need about how wrong everything is and so this mom that sent me the text was horrified I was horrified I immediately texted my kid and was like is this true did you see this and he's like yep everyone in study all saw it we all knew it was propaganda but yeah we saw it the thing is is there's no counterpoint to it 
and there's no, you know, hey, BLM is, yes, it's Black Lives Matter, whatever, dot com, dot org, whatever. But it's also this organization is based in Marxism. This organization talks about how they want to dismantle the nuclear family. They want to dismantle. Basically, they they hate everything about Western civilization. They hate America. <laughs> they don't like it. They're socialists. They don't talk about that at all. These kids don't know that. Right. They do all this stuff under the guise of we really care about black lives. Well, they don't. That's not what this uh, organization is. And so it's really disturbing that it's in a classroom. They're talking about it in a classroom. Of course, it was made by students, but they didn't do all the research. They didn't show all the sides, which is why it's very concerning for parents who know what this organization is. Right. Because that's not education. Education is showing all the sides. And even though this is supposed, like if you go to the school's website that's specifically dedicated to this TV station, because this high school is very well-to-do, it has a their whole TV station, it's a big deal, it says it is 100% student-run. But that still cannot mean that there's not an adult at some point who gives the okay mm-hmm. to let their content go out as is. Because otherwise, what's to stop them from showing porn? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they can show anything. So somebody had to okay this. Mm-hmm. And we wrote emails to seven, because there's like at least seven assistant principals yeah. and the principal of the school that's, demanding to understand what was necessary. going on. Yeah. No one ever responded. Yeah. But thankfully, because we have the platform we do, lots of parents have been sending emails and there's been a lot of questions asked. And ultimately, it ended up with a conversation between between me and one of the students who was responsible for the video on Twitter. And she ended up saying, yeah, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have generalized so much. It wasn't neutral. And so... It's not like she made another one. No. And it's not like this has been fixed. And there were still so many students who I fought with who still are convinced that the only reason that we're saying it's a Marxist organization is because we're only reading right-wing media outlets. It's from their own mouths. The co-founders of BLM talk about the fact that they're trained. Yeah, it's like they don't want to do their own research. They're just buying into exactly what it is, which is propaganda. Yeah, they're not getting the full story, which is very indicative of our education system right now. It's one-sided is what it is. And you have a lot of, of teachers in there who are, I'm not saying all of them because there are really great teachers who are in our schools right now, but there are a lot of, of teachers who are liberal and they have an agenda and they're allowed to push their agenda without getting any pushback whatsoever, without being held accountable at all. And they're winning. They're totally winning because the right-wing teachers who are in the schools, they're getting it from the very top. You know, the Department of Education is like, sure, well, you can go ahead and teach this garbage. Right. And then right wing teachers are just like, wait a second. I don't want to I don't believe this stuff, you know, or I know that there's a full story here to be taught. But you're letting me teach or you want me to teach just this one side of it, which is not true. It's not comprehensive. Therefore, it's not true. And they're forced to teach it because what's the alternative for them to lose their jobs yeah. or to get, you know, chastised by the other teacher? I mean, what? What's the alternative for these teachers? It sucks for them. Well, and and progressive teachers are emboldened totally. by the fact that they're getting this direct these directives straight from the top yeah. of the State Department's mm-hmm. event. And then conservative teachers who are not at all happy about this kind of programming feel silenced. Yeah. And that's just the way of the world right now, right? Because even all the Antifa people who are just determined to 
down with fascism. Mm-hmm. They are fascists. They are the actual fascists. They are fascist. silencing people at every possible yeah. turn. I mean, you see it all over social media, right? You see it everywhere. Joe Rogan is being silenced now because he went over to Spotify and he's like, you know, I'm going to be free, right? It's like, I'm going to move from California and go to Texas. I'm going to go ahead and get on Spotify. He's already got people censoring him on Spotify. This is what's happening because, I mean, he's not even a freaking conservative. <laughs> and, they, and they're like, I feel owie by what you're saying. So I'm going to silence you. I mean, conservatives, if you have a different point of view from the group think, you will be shut down. It's happening in our schools. It's been happening for years. And our kids are, they're being hurt because of that. They're being hurt. And we're seeing it because they don't know how to critically think. They just don't know how to do it, you guys, because they're getting out and they're like thinking one way. And it, it's a really sad and terrifying thing to watch because the, these kids who graduate out of high school, they think this way. I mean, they think in a very tunnel vision way. They just will not look around and read anything else. They refuse to do it. They're basically Democrat voters. <laughs> That's what they've been programmed to, to do. And we opened the floodgates, mm-hmm. it seemed, because as soon as we talked about that and exposed that video, then all of a sudden we get flooded totally with emails from parents with similar stories or worse stories. And in fact, we got sent secret audio that was recorded of a teacher at another high school in the Indianapolis area of a teacher who was, again, talking about the same kinds of propaganda things with respect to capitalism and with respect to systemic racism and BLM. Mm -hmm. And it was, again, just this sort of one-sided, it was probably like a one-minute, one-and-a-half-minute clip of her talking about how there is systemic racism, there is no argument about that, the capitalism directly causes it, just all this nonsense propaganda. So we began to ask questions, too, of that high school. We did get a response, I guess, to this principal's credit. We got a response that was super lame. Kind of lame, yeah. That just said, oh, this is part of a three-day program which talks about the advantages and disadvantages of both socialism and capitalism. No, you, there are no advantages of socialism. That's why it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of evidence to say that. But fine, if you're going to do a holistic approach and actually talk about these things in a way that doesn't denigrate the way of life that we enjoy here in America, okay, people should know what socialism is so we can learn to avoid it. Yeah. But the problem is, is that that is not what's happening at and, these schools. And it's not like we were sent the lecture on that. We yeah, weren't sent any snippets it. of the lecture on that, so I doubt that there was any follow-up on that. And the way that it was presented in this, the talk that this woman gave, or this person, this teacher gave, it was like, this is the way that it is. Capitalism is bad. Socialism is good. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what it was. And then this individual was like, any questions? Well, you know that the kids in that class who are conservative were probably scared to death to say anything because they know that if they say anything to that liberal teacher, they know that their grade is going to be affected. The problem with these teachers nowadays who are liberal is that they tell their students that they're liberal. That's a huge problem because I used to teach and my students never knew what political affiliation I was because that is what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to ever say, hey, I'm a right winger. I'm a left winger. You're supposed to teach the damn subject. That is what your job is. That is your only job (laughs) is you're you're supposed to teach. And these teachers aren't doing that. These teachers are going in and they're trying to fulfill an agenda and impose that agenda onto the kids. You're not being paid to do that. That was what made me so grateful for my kids' history teacher last week. 
my kid came home and said, oh, we had this discussion about capital punishment in our social studies class, our world history class. And I, w- I immediately braced myself. Like, how did this yeah, go? Yeah. And the teacher said, like this teacher actually said the words, if you are able to tell my political stance, then I am not doing my job right. Amen. And I was like, hallelujah. A- this is exactly what the teaching men. is supposed to right? look like. Right. It is. It is. And, I, and they exist. These teachers are out there and they exist. And God bless them because they have to live among the crazy that is just permeating our schools. What bothers me, too, is that, like Mock said, we were inundated with emails and people telling us this is what's happening in my school. Oh, my gosh. Like this looks so much like my school and this is happening here. And here's an example. Here's another example. Here's another. We were inundated. I mean, this is happening everywhere, y'all. And what kills me is that I think a lot of conservatives feel helpless. They feel like they can't do anything to fight it. And I think a lot of um, that stems from the fact that they're afraid that they're going to get backlash because for so long, conservatives have been squelched and for so long they've been silenced and they feel like I can't do anything because I may lose my job. I may lose, I don't know, friends. I may be called a racist. The possibilities are endless, right? They just feel like they're going to be squelched. Hi, I'm Sarah Carter. On every edition of the Sarah Carter podcast, I say we're taking back the story. And that's exactly what we have to do, whether it's the Russia hoax, the relentless attacks on President Trump pretending Antifa doesn't exist or covering up for the repressive Chinese government. The mainstream media isn't interested in the truth. It's up to us to uncover the truth and share it with others. Please join me in taking back the story on the Sarah Carter podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And it's America. We shouldn't feel that way. We should be able to say what we want. We should be able to do what we want. Our kids should be able to go to school and be freaking kids. And if they have parents who are conservative, if they feel conservative, they should be able to freely feel that way. The fact and they that, should be fighting for their kids. I mean, right? the people that are like, don't say anything. I don't want to get in trouble. Who are you expecting to do the work yeah, for you? Yeah, right? Because like, if the, if you're not going to fight for your own kids, who's, who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? I mean, this is the thing. It, it infuriates both of us because we get so many emails that tell us this is happening. Oh, I totally, I hear you. I see this is happening in our school systems, but I'm afraid. Okay. So you're just going to give up. You're just going to, so you're going to let your kid just yeah, be indoctrinated. So many people are like, oh, then just go to Catholic school or homeschool. Mm-hmm. No, we pay money for public schools. Yeah. This fight is ours to have. It is our fight to have. And listen, first of all, it is our fight to have because public schools, those teachers, we pay them salaries. Those administrators who make the big bucks, we pay them salaries. They make more than we do. You know, principals, all these people, the Department of Education, those are our employees. It's our responsibility to tell them what we think they are our employees and people need to remember that so that's one you know but on top of that you're not exempt in a catholic school oh no we're seeing it's it just it, as bad we've gotten a lot of pushback about that too the catholic schools and the private schools are just as bad they're also becoming extremely woke just look at the pope mm-hmm. i mean you yeah. don't need to look any further that's your top dude right yeah i mean it's they're becoming very woke we've gotten just as many emails and just as many messages from people who are saying this is happening in my catholic school There's a Catholic school here in Indiana, Indianapolis. There's a two-page part of the newsletter where they talked about BLM. No mention of the fact that they're Marxists. No mention of the fact that, you know, they want to break up the nuclear family. No mention of that. It's just all about the wokeness of BLM, where to support them. So this is happening in Catholic schools. This is happening in private schools. This stuff is happening in those places where you pay Buku 20 grand a year to send your kid to school there. You can't escape it. You got to fight it if you don't agree with it. And And you have to at least pay a little 
little bit of attention to what the BLM organization is really all about. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to shout Black Lives Matter, you should know that that phrase is now inextricable from the organization. Two of the co-founders, by the way, are on the record openly and proudly proclaiming their Marxist roots, their training, and the fact that they want to absolutely undo capitalism altogether. And so it's not as if it's a secret, but it's it's so interesting to see how many parents just ignore it or don't know or refuse to take our word for it, even though we're saying it's not us saying it, it's them saying it. It's right there on the internet. Just do a freaking Google search. It's not us. And then they'll turn around and call us racist for saying it. I didn't say it. It didn't come out of my face. It came out of the founder's face, both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. They said it right out of their mouths. I mean, you can just go and Google it. This isn't difficult to do, but yet parents are so willing to just give their kids over to these institutions and over to these these organizations that are going against things like capitalism when they have made their money in America through capitalism and they're living in these, you know, upper middle class, white suburban neighborhoods, gated communities. And they're like, you're racist if you don't like BLM. Really? Because do some research. And it's so disheartening to see like all the comments on various social media platforms from parents of these schools who are proud as can be of the students and of the teacher who's example we just gave about you know talking about dismantling capitalism and all that in her classroom there are a whole bunch of parents who are down to clown with that they're like oh i'm so proud of those kids for putting together that blm video and of course black lives matter and of course there's systemic racism Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bother them that blm is totally openly blatantly political Mm -hmm. how would they feel then if there was a pro-life group of students who put out a video showing the horrors of abortion in their announcement video exactly this plays both ways or if it was a pro-trump um group yeah they'd be upset they'd lose their shit and so all we're saying is how about we have some even-handedness and we present all sides of an issue Mm -hmm. to the students who are supposed to be learning all sides of an issue or not just one side. really i think the better comparison would be if it was just a pro-police you know, it was a support blue lives. You know, if it was just a pro police group, a, a group of kids who had parents or family members who were cops. I mean, these parents would lose their minds. You can't do that now. Right. Which is insane. Because now even just saying that is racist. Yeah. Right. It's just insane. When we were talking about it, then, you know, we thought, OK, well, so we've got some examples from schools around the state. But where does this really come from? And we were horrified really to see that on the indiana department of education website that's where it all began yeah so we've got an ostensibly republican school superintendent whose name is jennifer mccormick who is sending out memorandums from just a couple of months ago that are still out there on the website yep. saying oh here's how we're using the southern law poverty center to set social justice standards here's how you can incorporate those social justice standards into your curriculum mm-hmm including such things as radical social justice math. Yeah, this is where I'm, I mean, I just shake my head and I go, okay, they're doing social justice math now. We'll get to like what it is because I don't even understand what the hell that is because math to me is math, right? It used to be that math was just math, but now they're injecting social justice into math because this is what liberals want to do, quote unquote, Republican wants to do, but this they want to inject all this social justice crap into math. But my question is, how are we doing? How are we doing in math and science? How are we doing as a state? How are we doing as 
as a country. How are we doing in school? You know, because they're injecting all this social justice crap into our schools. So now we've got a bunch of America hating kids that can't do math. We got a bunch. Of, yeah, we got a bunch of America hating kids who can't write and complete sentences. You know, <laughs> I mean, I seriously, we are dumbing down our kids. They're becoming dumber. Really, really dumber. Yeah, well, I think it was Baltimore, right? There's like zero percent math proficiency mm-hmm. in the Baltimore public school system, and so this is what we're concerning yeah. ourselves with: is yeah. social justice bullcrap. Yeah. How about we actually just go back to teaching math. Yeah, maybe we should just do that. And science and STEM and teaching them actual history and doing the things that we used to do. And then, you know, looking and seeing how kids are doing. Because if you look to see how we are from an educational standpoint, we're not doing so hot. Compare us to other countries. It's terrible. In fact, we haven't played it on our regular radio show yet, but there was a voicemail from a guy who called. He's been listening to us have these discussions for the past couple of weeks. And he was actually a high school dropout. I can't remember what grade he dropped out. I want to say it was like seventh grade, maybe, Mm -hmm. that he dropped out of high school, went just right into the workforce, I think doing some sort of blue collar job, and then later got his GED. But I mean, this was years ago, right? But the education that he got up to seventh grade, say 25, 30 years ago, put him so much further ahead than today's college graduate. Wow. I mean, wow. He's even surprised. Like, he can't believe the difference in the level of education now. Well, I mean, on our show today, we had our regular producer for our regular show. He had a, he has a girlfriend who's a lot younger than him. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> not She's, calling you out, Rob. Yeah, we're not calling you out, Rob, but we kind of are. But his girlfriend is a lot younger. She's still finishing up school. And um, I mean, she's legal, but she's still, <laughs> she's still finishing up school. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's finishing up college and she apparently is really smart, but she was making fun a kind of of a girl that she's kind of pseudo friends with because this girl had no idea how how we got our independence. She had no idea that we ever had a war with the UK. She didn't know. She didn't know how we gained our independence. Or how we even just came to be. As a nation. She didn't understand that. And she is in college. Okay? This is the kind of stuff that you are supposed to learn in freaking elementary school. And she is like 21 years old and doesn't understand. She didn't know this. And she's a huge fan of Hamilton. What the hell? (laughs) Like sings all the songs. Right. Oh, I mean, but it's a musical, right? And then that's the thing. It begged the question. Well, then what, wh- wh- who do you think Hamilton is? Well, I mean, it's just a guy. I didn't really think about it. And it's just a guy in a musical. <laughs> it's Broadway. I mean, this is the thing. Like, it, it makes you wonder, what. how are these kids getting through school? doesn't make you wonder very long, though, because they're learning social justice crap. This is what they're learning instead of actual subjects. Because so much of the priority now for schools is to entertain and coddle and and make kids feel like their feelings are the most important mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And they're constantly driving them to be outraged and offended. Yeah. Worst of all, of their own country. And so patriotism, that's not a thing that you're going to learn no. about in school ever again. No. At this rate. I mean, it's like we talked today on our show about there was a there's a lesbian. I don't know what state it was. And it was she Pennsylvania. was Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. She was pissed off because, you know, she was telling the school administrators or something that the teachers need to stop saying in the classroom, moms and dads to the students because it's going to trigger the students because because some students don't have a mom and a dad Uh, and some students are raised by two moms or two dads or sometimes they're raised by a grandma or grandpa. Get a grip. I mean, she wants the verbiage to change to caregivers. I mean, your adult caregiver is. And this just shows more about how 
we are we are concerned about the dumbest crap. I, my my husband was raised by single mom and really wasn't even raised entirely by her. He was raised by a grandpa and a grandma. Like he was kind of raised by a village of people because he was raised by a single mom who worked like eighty hours a week. Okay. He never once would even think about being offended by a teacher saying moms and dads in the classroom because he's not a giant <laughs> You know, this is the thing. I mean, I don't, why are people getting offended by it? Why? And we're raising kids to be offended by everything. We're raising an entire generation and more generations of kids to be offended by every single little thing. We're raising them to be good little progressives. That's yeah. what's happening right and now. And to be outraged by semantics to be outraged by words, to look for things to be outraged by, which is ridiculous. We have a bunch of little snowflakes running around and is dumb. We could go on and on and on about this topic, and we have been. And the good news, just to wrap it up, is that President Trump has actually taken notice to this. You know, he's got that executive order recently where he's been talking about getting patriotic education back in schools. It's being spotlit by a lot of different people on all across all different kinds of TV and radio. Radio mediums, so people are starting to notice and get mad, and that is great. Yes, it we is. Need people to be loud and the patriotism thing. He's like trying. I love all the patriots. I know. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, guys. To those of you who have subscribed to the podcast, especially on um, the Apple platform, and who've left reviews and ratings, that really helps us. We've gotten some amazing reviews. One comes from a name that is way too long and has too many numbers for us to say, but it says, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm listening from Texas to your podcast each week and your radio podcast each day." Huge fan of all the things keep up the good fight from the Perna household they say I've been listening to this podcast for about 10 months and the chicks have been a shining light throughout this crazy depressing year they're smart they're real they're an absolute treasure among podcasts it's so sweet and then specifically about our podcast last week with Sarah Huckabee Sanders if you haven't heard it it's a must listen it really is good She's, yeah she was so fun she was really a lot of fun yeah from R.R. Dalziel they say now that you've interviewed Rick Grinnell and Sarah Sanders, will Wikipedia find you relevant enough to give you back your page? Nah. Because <laughs> it's more of that squelching. Exactly. You know? They just want to squelch. You ladies are so amazing, fun, funny, kind, smart, snarky. I just love you both. And Rob, LOL. That's really sweet. From SC Michelle, I love the interview with Richard Grinnell, but the one with Sarah Sanders was even better in my opinion. I knew I liked her, but wow, she is really delightful. So down to earth and funny. I'll be ordering her book. She is so great. And a tough I cookie. almost want to move from South Carolina to Arkansas just to have her as my governor. I know. Can you even? That's going to be so great ah. when she runs for governor, you guys. Penny Poston said, it's great to hear insider stories from Sarah Sanders. The chicks asked great questions and it was informative and fun. Thank you, chicks. And from KD80s, this was a great podcast. I've missed hearing from Sarah. Thanks for this. Appreciate all those reviews Yeah, we really so do. Much. We really do. It was fun. The last two weeks have been really fun yeah. interviewing them. It was a lot of fun. And we're going to come back with another fun podcast next week, too. Yes. Next week, we're we're going to be talking about the rise of the GoFundMe. Yeah, a little bit. We're going to razz a little bit on the GoFundMe and entitlement culture. So we're seeing a lot of that lately. So, but in the meantime, yeah. you can still find us in all the places. Uh -huh. Yeah, Chicks on the Right, ChicksOnRight.com, um, Instagram at ChicksOnRight, Twitter at ChicksOnRight, Facebook. Parlor. Parlor, we're there where all the free thinking people are. And our paperback, Right for a Reason, is available on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a paperback, you guys. It looks like, so good. It really does. We spent some time on the cover. It looks pretty cute.
cute. You guys should get it for Christmas. Because, you know, Christmas is coming. Yeah. Today's the first day of fall. <laughs> and I'm really excited. Mock is really upset about it because she hates fall because it's the gateway to winter. But I got to tell you, fall is my jam. And that just means that I can put up my Christmas tree in like four weeks. <laughs> okay? So Christmas cool. is coming. Paperback cool. book is on Amazon. You should think about buying it for your loved ones. You should do that. Until next week, you guys. Hi, I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday on the Three Martini Lunch as we dissect the day's good, bad, and crazy news. Each day you'll get our original and fun insights into everything from presidential politics to the war on punctuation to Jim's hammering the media's pathetic efforts to turn Andrew Cuomo into a hero. And he's got everything. He's got the personality. He's got the brother. He's got the charm. He's got the jokes. Greg, he's got everything except the actual success. Subscribe to the Three Martini Lunch at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.